0: The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial. (laughs) Welcome to the Financial Focus Radio Show. Today, you'll hear the truth in wealth building from the team at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. The truth in wealth building knowledge is brought to you every week on the Financial Focus Radio Network.
1: Hello, everybody out there in radio land. Thank you for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name is Tyler Simonis, that guy over there. He's Josh Finelli, and we are partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest, we appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. As always, if you'd like to be part of the show, have a question or comment, you can call us 877 670 7117, or you can always send us an email if you go to our website, financialfocusradio.com. Good morning, Mr. Finelli. How are you? Good morning.
2: Six days in a row higher, breaking that uh, eight, eight week losing streak here. Nice way to kick off Memorial Day weekend.
1: Yeah, speaking of Memorial Day, hopefully as every, everybody is enjoying, we don't have obviously great great Memorial Day weekend weather here in Central Oregon, but uh, as you're out and about enjoying a three-day weekend, hopefully you uh, all take some time to remember why we have Memorial Day weekend and how, why we have such a, a great country and why we're not speaking either German or Japanese because uh, that great generation, the greatest generation, uh, kept some very ugly things from happening. So thank uh, either people that are currently in the military or veteran uh, because um, I would I would submit that this country would look very different if it weren't for a lot of these very brave men and women throughout our country's history so uh, don't forget to do that all right uh, let's talk about the week that was since Josh spilled the beans but hopefully any of you that are uh, Josh is like his two and three year old son now Grayson spills the beans <laughs> uh he's going to ruin it for his little brother christmas time uh but anyways uh for those of you that weren't paying attention last week uh the us stock market ripped higher it was uh it was quite interesting how how much stocks bounced last week uh, off of of that 20% correction number that we saw the week before. So as Josh mentioned, we had an eight-week losing streak. Uh, Last week was the first week in nine weeks that the market turned positive. And U.S. stocks, as measured by the S&P 500, were up over 6% last week. Uh, Crazy, crazy move. International developed markets were up about 2% last week. The emerging markets were up about 2% also. U.S. small cap stocks were up about 6.5%. So the risk on trade, if you looked at the NASDAQ, had a huge move. Uh, Some of these junk companies that were trading at really high multiples and are still trading at really high multiples had huge moves. Uh, doesn't mean we are saying that the coast is clear and you can be piling into these really high beta stocks. We, we don't, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about what we think this rally really was last week. Uh, U.S. bonds uh, in the aggregate bond market, uh, which is sort of the S&P 500 of the bond world, was up one and a quarter percent. So pretty big move uh, for bonds last week. And obviously that meant the yield in bonds was lower and prices were higher in bonds. The yield in the 10 year Treasury bond is 2.74%. Not so long ago, remember, we were at three and a quarter. So now we're 50 base, basis points lower, uh, which is quite interesting. Uh, and interest, the interest rate complex in general has come down quite a bit, whether it's mortgages or in the bond market. It's, it's quite interesting. Gold. Uh, was up three quarters of one percent at eighteen fifty-seven an ounce, and oil was up three and a half percent at almost one hundred and fifteen dollars a barrel. So oil continues to be uh, a thorn in everyone's side when they go to the pump, and I can't wait to fill up my boat this summer.
2: Uh, Saw <laughs> a stat uh, yesterday that Saudi Arabia is generating a billion dollars a day
1: in revenue, in profit. Yeah, what's Plan B in Saudi Arabia? <laughs> Go back to plan A. <laughs> I think so. Uh so obviously the big news economically last week, the Fed's favorite inflation gauge, the personal consumption expenditures price index, say that five times fast, rose four point nine percent if you exclude food and energy, which obviously a big proportion of everybody's inflation is food and energy, but the Fed's PCE excludes food and energy. And why does the Fed and the Treasury exclude food and energy? Because they don't want to give you a big pay raise on your Social Security. But uh, excluding food and energy, it was 4.9% from a year ago in April, uh, which was lower than expected and, and dropped from March. So it seems to be, and we only have one month worth of data, but it seems to be quite possibly that inflation is moderating. And obviously the capital market's like that. So... Um, you know it, it what was interesting also in that p c data was the consumer continues to spend like drunken sailors you know they 're back spending in bars and restaurants and travel and all the things that we haven 't been able to do for a couple of years, so that spending uh is still ha- happening in droves uh but consumer is tapping in savings and adding credit card debt to do to do a lot of the spending um and so those two things don't go uh so well together
2: haven't seen a savings rate this low 4.4 percent since september of 2008 same month that uh layman brothers <clears throat> went to zero
1: um so the inflation data is obviously very closely watched by market participants because will have uh, a big impact on what the Federal Reserve does or doesn't do in terms of how aggressive they are about tightening monetary policy. So, you know, the Fed has said all along they're going to have two rate hikes. So uh, next week, they'll probably have their second 50 basis point rate hike. Uh, But then they they put possibly if we get inflation data that is maybe weaker than expected, they could pause and see sort of what happens. And so uh, markets would really like it if the Federal Reserve paused. Uh, and and didn't have to continue to uh, take away the spigot that is free money. Um, The other thing we saw last week, uh, especially at the national level, or not just last week, but over the last uh, few weeks, is the housing market uh, has started to slow. Uh, Like I said, at the national level, it's not really necessarily slowing that much here in central Oregon. I guess I would say anecdotally, uh, where I live, uh, houses were a year ago were going – up for sale and you know we're, we're gone in a, in a week now they're going up for sale and sitting and so uh, there is certainly seems to be with a rise in interest rates and maybe a little more uncertainty about the future uh, the housing market has also started to slow I did a
2: I put some <clears throat> Redfin data out when I was on the radio during the week on Friday and one in five home sellers now lowered their price uh, during the month of May uh, so first time you've seen reductions on that scale in, in quite a while
1: yeah, so uh, I, there's still a lot of people in denial when you look at those online, you know, Zillow, Redfin, whatever, and you look at, you know, the prices, especially here in Central Oregon, that people are putting their houses or their dirt up for sale. It's it's just crazy that they're reaching prices, but maybe they'll get it, whatever. I'm not here to say you can't get that price. If somebody's willing to pay for it, good for you. Uh, we got a revision of gross domestic product, so how how much how quickly the U.S. economy grew or shrank in the first quarter. Remember uh, the. The original uh, gross domestic product print for the first quarter was a negative 1.4%. And Josh and I, quite frankly, thought it was going to be revised to be positive. In fact, it was revised to be more negative. It was uh, the U.S. economy shrank by 1.5% in the first quarter. And so it'll be very interesting to see uh, we could quite... We could actually right now be in a recession. Uh, It'll be very interesting to see what the data is for GDP in the second growth in the United States, second quarter in the United States, Uh, because like I said, quite frankly, we already might be in a recession because recession is defined by two negative uh, quarters of GDP growth, Uh, and so we shall see. Maybe we don't get a, a negative GDP growth print in the second quarter, and then the question is, can we skate having an actual recession? Just, you know, we can have an official slowdown, which we already have had in the first quarter, but it doesn't technically mean a recession. Uh, and that's really, quite frankly, what the Fed is going for. Uh, and the market has done a lot of their heavy lifting, as we've talked about. Um, here's here's what I'd tell you. You know, everybody wants to know, have we hit the bottom? Was that it? That negative 20% last Friday or two Fridays ago was that the bottom? Uh, and I would say, generally, in this kind of environment, uh, a bottoming process looks uh, a lot different than than the one we saw. You need some more panic selling. Uh, you need some more liquidation. Uh, and and the reason I say that is, it's very common in a bear market to have face ripping rallies like the one we had last week. And I I don't know that that rally is even over. But if you look at twenty all the bear markets going back to 1957, there's been 15 of them. In one, every single one of those, we saw unbelievably powerful rallies, and I think that's probably what we have here. So, I don't think the coast is clear quite yet. It doesn't mean you should be doing anything dramatic with your money. <clears throat> All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about a lot of people that are investing now in uh, haven't seen inflation like we're seeing right now and had any money. Even the boomers didn't have any money in the seventies when we saw inflation like we see now. So we're going to talk about inflation and your money and what that means. So stick around.
0: Get your free one hour retirement review. Meet with the Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show.
3: We don't need open borders for any reason, except the Democrat Party wants open borders, and so do their surrogates. The United States of the Democrat Party, that's what I've been calling it, you're looking at it, shortages, inflation, impoverishment, babies going hungry, people going without fuel, on and on and on. The United States of the Democrat Party turns America into a third world nation.
0: Mark Levin, weekdays at 3, only on FM News 100 at 1110 KBND. You want to feel important.
4: You want to be part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things.
2: You want to feel like you belong.
4: We know, we felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it.
2: We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you.
4: But our part-time service in the Army National Guard means we get to be more.
2: When our communities are in need, we get the chance to stand up and do something about it.
4: We get to serve in our own region and help the people we call neighbors.
2: From the mountains of Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, and Utah.
4: The deserts of Arizona and Nevada. The Pacific coasts of Washington, Oregon, and California.
2: To the wilderness of Alaska and islands of Hawaii and Guam.
4: We are here for our hometowns
2: and together we can make a difference
4: take on your legacy visit national to find out more
3: sponsored by the oregon army national guard aired by the oregon association of broadcasters and this station Looking for your own place without breaking a bank? Your search is over. Wild Horse Mesa in Prideville offers your choice of two- and three-bedroom affordable apartments. This brand-new community boasts high-end finishes, air conditioning, washers and dryers, and a private patio or deck. Meet new neighbors in your Central Oregon oasis at the pool, fitness center, or club room. Wild Horse Mesa has every comfort of home in a brand-new package. Google Wild Horse Mesa for details. Professionally managed by Norris & Stevens. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. No way, man, you're not getting by me. You sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> nice basket. Man, I am slowing down as I get older, but you're unstoppable. What's your secret? I got to tell you, taking Nugenics Total Tea makes a huge difference for me. nugenix That's the testosterone booster you see on TV, right? Yes, this is a legit product. The patented key ingredient is testafin, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, and you should check it out. Nugenics Total Tea is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance and like the TV ad says, she'll like it too. Yeah, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. Just send them a text. Text KING to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text NOW and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help get you back into shape absolutely free. Text KING to 321321. That's KING to 321321. Products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or Illness.
0: Connect to the Financial Focus radio show on our social networks, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Listen to past shows, get our daily market blog, and keep up to date on market happenings. You can also sign up for our e-newsletter on our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Let's get back to the show.
1: If you'd like to take us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life, your financial plan, uh, your estate plan, your portfolio, whatever you want to talk about is fair game. To get one of those scheduled, you can call our office. That number is 800-743-0988. Or you can go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com and send us an email. Just let us know you'd like a free retirement review. The only thing we request is that you have at least $500,000 of investable assets. All right, this data comes from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Um, and before I, I tell you the data, uh, a lot of our deflationary forces that we've seen in this country, really since Walmart started uh, with unbelievable productivity, they squeezed so much productivity out of the system when Walmart came to prominence really in the 90s uh, across the country. Um we have seen tremendous strides in productivity, not just here in the United States, but around the world as globalization's taken over and technology's taken over. And all of that productivity is a very deflationary force. Uh, But this is really interesting stat, productivity, Of the U.S. worker declined 7.5% in the first quarter of this year, i.e. quarter-over-quarter changed expressed as an annualized result. That's the largest quarterly decline in productivity since 1947. The tumble in productivity was blamed on continued supply chain problems and the rising cost of labor. And so that loss in productivity is obviously adding to the, I mean, you could blame it on inflation, or you could say it's making inflation worse. Uh, But- We have had tremendous increases in productivity in this country and and around the world over the last 35 years. I mean, like we've never seen before, and a lot of that is due to technology. But uh, in the first quarter of this year, we saw our first decline, and it was a meaningful decline. Seven and a half percent decline in productivity is meaningful.
2: I think this is one of those where everyone has an anecdote that they can sort of turn to and Trying to get things done in post-pandemic America is like no other time in my life, at least. No one has any ownership over anything anymore. Oh, yeah. It's such this weird... There's no more customer service. Whether it's related to our business or not, my own personal experience, but also you know, trying to do things within the, the world of financial services that's a fundamentally different environment than it was two, two and a half years ago.
1: Yeah, and and I would, you know, we obviously can blame that on, you know, work from home and COVID and all of the changes. You know, COVID was bad for a lot of reasons, but the, la- you know, COVID set us back a lot of years in terms of productivity in this country. And this idea that people working from home and everything's gonna be hunky-dory and productivity's gonna go back to the way it was, is f- farce, is not true. I mean, it just, you just know when josh and i deal with all the people we have to deal with in our business that are working from home we can never get a hold of them they never call you back they never respond to emails because there is no ownership and there's no oversight (laughs) and so everybody needs to go back to the office i know that's not a popular opinion but i know what you're doing listen listen i worked in corporate america and on fridays i was at home and i know what i did on fridays and so, all of you that are at home five days a week, supposedly working, come on! I think who another, are you trying to fool? Come think, on, man!
2: I think another catalyst for this is honestly like declining competitiveness and like the for the
1: U.S. in general. Of well, course.
2: I meant like more. You know, you look across industry, and you're starting to see more, the emergence of more and more either monopolies or oligopolies. And when you know in a business when with that kind of leverage, you know they really don't care. And I think that you know as we continue to see more consolidation, even down the You know, you look at financial services or even medical providers in Bend, for instance, and it's like there's only one (laughs) and the rest of them have consolidated into it. And they've treated, you know, they turned their service into a commodity and no one cares.
1: But I would tell you, if you're a young person or have kids or grandkids, tell them to go to the office. I mean. My kids, when they go out into the workforce, I'm going to make sure that they go to the office because that's where promotions happen. That's where you can do all that political stuff in corporate America to get promoted. Uh, if, if you're out of sight, guess what? You're out of mind. And so, uh, you know, the, the I think the whole, we just have to go back to the way it was pre COVID. The idea that you can be, The uh, that people are being as productive as they were before, before COVID is hogwash. It's just, I just know it. Uh, and, and so, uh, um, We shall see, though, I guess. One of the things that is quite interesting uh, for especially a lot of you that are on Social Security uh, is the impact of inflation on any fixed payment. So anybody that has a pension or Social Security payment knows that uh, inflation has has done a a big number on that in terms of eroding it. Uh, But since the year 2000, inflation, the purchasing power of inflation has eroded by 40%. Um, So because of the cash benefits from Social Security Administration, uh, that number has lost 40% of of its buying power, according to the Senior Citizens League of America. That's a nonprofit advocacy group. In other words, Social Security benefits have increased by 64% since 2000. So if you start, you are on Social Security in in, in the year 2000, your benefit payment has increased by 64% since then. But over that same period, the same group found that uh, the typical expenses for people that are retired and taking Social Security have increased by 130%, thereby reducing your purchasing power by 40%. So uh, it is meaningful. It's why we tell people to delay Social Security as long as you can because every year you wait, you're going to get an increase of 8% on your Social Security payment. Uh, but remember, those increased payments are what the COLAs are based on as well. Uh, so it's another reason, important reason to delay your Social Security. All right. Let's talk about inflation. Uh, m- most people alive today uh, d- ha- ha- didn't have any money, meaningful amounts of money or, and or a portfolio the last time we saw inflation like it is today. So for most boomers... Uh, You know, you guys, you you boomers remember the 70s and remember the runaway inflation that we had for a long time. I
2: mean, there was essentially four recessions in a a 10-year period.
1: But you you didn't have any money. So it was like, you know, it's painful for me when I go to buy stuff, but, you know, it's not necessarily really affecting my uh, portfolio. Well, now you have money and we see inflation. And so it's certainly affecting your portfolio. And if you aren't truly globally diversified, you don't own companies that have pricing power, the companies that actually have positive free cash flow, then you are really feeling the pain. And so if you go back and you look at inflationary times uh, and you say, okay, well, what asset classes should I have been considering or should consider, uh, it still is is something today. So tips, treasury inflation protected securities is a part of the bond market uh, that is held up really well in inflationary times. if you think about value stocks, so, so many of you got so attached to, to growth at all costs that you ignored value stocks, consumer staples. So if you think about, you know, even in a recession or, or a high inflationary time, you still are gonna do your laundry. You're still gonna brush your teeth. You're still gonna use uh, dish soap. All of those are considered consumer staples and hold up really well. They Most of them also pay a dividend, which helps uh, from a price uh, perspective. Um, And then, you know, like I said, the the other thing is you want to own businesses that have pricing power that can raise prices to their end consumer, and that increase in earnings will offset the inflationary pressure. So there are lots of businesses with pricing power. You just want to make sure they're part of your portfolio. And so, uh, you know, so many of you got so into chasing returns and owning what was in the QQQ, and obviously if you looked at the NASDAQ on a year-to-date basis, it's, it's been really bad, uh, and I don't think it's over, and so you want to own positive free cash flow businesses uh, in an inflationary time and or in a recessionary time um, because those are the businesses that have pricing power, uh, but their balance sheet's in much better shape. Alright, if you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a short five or six minute video in the middle and end of every month. We're gonna do one uh, next week. So go to, to get signed up for our e-newsletter, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Just send us an email, let us let, know you'd like to be added to our e-newsletter list. When we come back, we're gonna tackle some of your email questions, so stick around.
0: Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market trends. You can always watch past videos on NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. The most weather. FM 100.1 is News Talk 1110. KBND Bend.
2: Plateau Travel Plaza. Food, fuel, and fun.
3: We interrupt this commercial for a special announcement. According to a Central Oregon Daily News source on May 10th, Plateau Travel Plaza in Madras has the cheapest gas prices in Central
0: Oregon. Life's good on the Plateau. Quick stop, any time, gets you everything under the sun. Life's
4: good on the Plateau, food, fuel, and fun. Food, fuel, and fun? At the Plateau Travel Plaza in Madras, you get food, fuel, and fun all in one fabulous stop. After you fuel up with our low fuel prices, enjoy something fresh from our deli. Shop our store for local crafts and jewelry, travel essentials, electronics, and more. Then have some fun in our game room with 30 of the hottest slot machines and all the rewards you can handle. Life's good on the plateau. Food,
2: fuel, and fun. At Washington Trust Bank, can't is a four-letter word. I think I'll sell my veggies at the market.
4: You can't even remember to water the house plants. Hey, we need to build a home office.
0: We can't. We're adding another bathroom.
1: I think I'll study programming.
2: Bro. Bro. You can even connect your phone to Bluetooth. Whether you're looking for a personal line of credit to build a home office or a loan to take your business to the next level, we'll help you get there. Go to watrust.com to get started. Washington Trust Bank, number FDIC.
4: May is Maytag month at Johnson Brothers, a great time to upgrade your kitchen and laundry room appliances with the performance of hardworking Maytag appliances and get up to $200 on a prepaid card. Let the experts at Johnson Brothers be your guide so you can experience the Central Oregon outdoors while dependable Maytag appliances do the work indoors. Visit Johnson Brothers appliances today and experience what we mean by local, different, better.
3: Get ready to wine, dine, and make a difference. It's the 10th anniversary of Cork & Barrel, Ben's three-day wine and food event sponsored by Avion Water Company. Come out July 14th through 16th. Dine with winemakers from the Willamette Valley. Or get tickets to sip Friday night's big wine tasting party presented by the Hassan Company and Northwest Foundation or attend the Grand Crew Gala event. It's all happening at the Riverhouse Convention Center. Cork & Barrel benefits the Kids Center. Get your tickets today at CorkAndBarrel.org. Cork & Barrel, made possible by First Interstate Bank, Les Schwab Tires, Bigfoot Beverages, Central Oregon Radiology Associates, Klein Investment Strategies, Evolve Health, Central Oregon Daily and Combined Communications. Cork and Barrel, a great way to show your support for the Kids Center. Three days of wine and food with winemakers dinners, Friday nights sip and the Grand Cru 2022. Get your tickets now at corkandbarrel.org. In today's expensive real estate market, it's easy to wind up paying too much for a place to live. That's why Alpine Meadows Townhomes is a smart move. They have washer dryers in the two- and three-bedroom units, designer kitchens that please, one-, two- or three-bedrooms, and approved pets allowed. They're more affordable than all those brand-new townhomes. Google Alpine Meadows Townhomes on Northeast 6th and Bend. Professionally managed by Norris & Stevens.
4: There's an easier place to find affordable housing in Bend. Discover Mountain Glen Apartments and make them your comfortable home. Mountain Glen Apartments are conveniently located with washers, dryers in their two and three bedroom units and designer kitchens. You can pay more, but you cannot get more value than at Mountain Glen Apartments on the corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. To learn more, Google Mountain Glen Apartments. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens.
0: joining Financial Focus Radio Show, The Truth in Wealth Building. Call the show anytime at 877-670-7117. We'll try to answer your question on the air in the following weeks. Now, back to the team from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management.
1: Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio on this Memorial Day weekend here in the Pacific Northwest. Hopefully you can get out and thank a veteran at some point this weekend. Uh, if you would like to take us up on a free retirement review, Josh, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you leave, have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get that scheduled. That number is 800-743-0988, or you can always send us an email uh, by going to our website, com. This comes from the Department of Labor, and if you've booked a flight anytime recently, you know what I'm talking about. Airfares increased 18.6% in April of 2022 on a month-over-month basis, and we're up 33.5% on a year-over-year basis. The former represents the, one month, uh, the largest one-month airfare inflation advance in US history, and the latter is the highest annual airf- airfare inflation increase since 1980. So uh, it's crazy too, because <laughs> if you look at airports, they're still packed and the flights are still packed. Uh, And so consumers are absorbing uh, these ridiculous airfare increases. I mean, it's crazy. Just to go short flights, it's costing a lot of money. But uh, people have been stuck at home, and so they want to get out and about, and they are happily paying these prices.
2: The airlines are almost being saved from themselves with labor shortages, though. You know, their usual inclination to all similar to the same thing in the energy space but it's every industry why do you like <laughs> think that the bad allocation no i don't but i just you know i was just pointing that out but the, their labor shortages whether it's pilots or you know support staff have prevented them from adding all of the capacity that they normally would and tanking their revenue per available seat i, mile. I,
1: I, I will concede you're right the, the airline industry In aggregate has been probably the worst capital allocators in the history of business but uh i'm sure they'll find a way to mess it up come on who are we kidding
2: well their capacity their supply you know their labor constraints will probably be removed at the same time that services spending finally rolls over (laughs) and so uh, let's let's see what they end up doing they never let us down
1: yeah so there's one of the things i wanted to talk about before we tackle some email questions is um You know, stock returns uh, are are just like private equity or venture capital. So if you think about how venture capital firms work or private equity firms work, uh, they invest money in a lot of different businesses let let's say they invest capital in 25 different businesses meaningful amounts of money knowing that maybe one of those businesses will be a home run so if you think of the big private equity or venture capital firms down in the bay area uh they you know they they always talk about their their home runs their the facebook's the youtube's whatever uh businesses they hit the home run but a lot of them had to to invest in 100 businesses to find those those one and those those great businesses that we know about are such home runs That the long-term returns of these private equity firms or venture capital firms are good, but it's because of a few, very few number of businesses. The stock market operates the same way. So if you think about the S&P 500, uh, the returns driven in the market over time are driven by a relatively small amount of businesses in the market. Uh, Most, the median stock in the stock market underperforms the average stock market returns very dramatically. And there's, uh, there's a lot of data on that.
2: 190% <clears throat> performance over between 2020 or between 2000 and 2020, which is the, this is all, that is all courtesy of uh, Dow Jones S&P. But
1: so the, that, the important thing. And, the, and it's why, you know, I'm bringing this up because if you think you're some great stock picker the data suggests that you're not and so um you know maybe you're going to get lucky and and find amazon in 1997 or you know find some of these businesses uh before they're known chances are that's not going to happen and so this is more evidence that all of you should be indexing because if the average stock underperforms the stock market by a huge margin and most of you're trying to buy, buy these individual stocks what what edge do you have to know the ones that are going to be the outperformance? The answer is you don't have any. And so that's why you should be all indexing over time. All right, let's uh, take some email questions. We got an email from Rich. Uh, Rich is my wife and I recently retired. So the market volatility has us very nervous that in our, that our retirement plan is going not hold up. We've expressed our concern to our advisor and his solution was to put half of our assets in a variable annuity, with an income guarantee, what do you guys think of his idea? Uh, our, in our
2: estimation, if you are concerned about the longevity of your funds, you should therefore be concerned with the underlying fee structure of the investments that you're using. And uh, you know, the biggest corollary driver, all is being equal to returns over time, is of course the underlying fees of what you pay. And so, if you're worried about extending the longevity of your money, don't be so concerned with protecting some tiny sliver of a guaranteed income benefit off of your account value, but instead be concerned about how much money you're forking over and incinerating uh, to fees towards fund companies. And that to us, what I think would be the opposite of what the advisor suggested that you do.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, you didn't answer the person's question. So what do we think of this advisor's idea? It's a terrible idea. Well, uh, and, and the reason not an answer, I mean, come on, you didn't, do you so, you're assuming everybody knows what an annuity with a guarantee is? Well, no, I'm, I'm just Tim saying. Is, Tim, our producer, listens to our show every week. He has no idea what you're talking about. Well, you know, so a variable annuity is just a, a
2: contract between you and an insurance company where they guarantee you a percentage of the, an income of the account value, you know, without getting too complicated. But, uh, you know, the the reason it's being sold to you in this particular instance is because they want to. Uh, protect that income stream off of the variable annuity for the duration of your life, and you know that is the the perceived dilemma that the advisor is solving by selling you that product.
1: So, the, so the reality, Rich, is uh, right is right no matter what the market does, because so you know when we build our our client portfolios and we use low cost index based exchange traded funds. That's right in every market environment, whether the markets are doing well or markets, we're in a bear market like we are now. And so for the, for the advisor's reaction to your nervousness to say sell you a product, which in, in your mind and his mind solves this problem of you being nervous, is always the wrong answer. It's like, wait a second, if this was true when markets are good, why didn't we buy this product when markets are good? So advisors in these environments, instead of doing the right thing and telling you the truth and holding your hand and explaining to you why you need to stay invested in the market and time in the market instead of trying to time the market is the right answer. And it's always the right answer. They say, well, I'm going to use this opportunity to sell you this very high fee, very big commission product because then I can just say, oh, don't worry, you have this guarantee. Guess what? The advisor has done themselves a huge favor by getting paid a huge commission uh, and then an ongoing uh, trail that they're going to get paid, but has done you a huge disservice because they've they've kept, they've kept maybe theoretically taken you out of something that was appropriate and moved you something, into something that was inappropriate, and their theory is, well, at least I kept you invested in the market. No, if somebody said to us, you know, the the only way I'm going to stay in the market is to buy this variable annuity with a guarantee. I'd say, okay, good luck. Go, You need to go find well, another it's,
2: advisor. It's just a disingenuous rationale from the advisor because they know ultimately what they're doing in terms of harming your ability to actually get forward returns.
1: So remember, uh, the job, uh, you know, in a bull market, anybody can do this. Anybody can pick stocks. Anybody can, you know, bull markets are easy. It's bear markets when we, the advisor, are earn our keep. We have to expand you know, show people history because history is a great guide to the future in terms of the stock market. And we have to help keep people in the game. And the game is staying invested in low cost investments. The answer is never to say, I'm nervous, so I need to buy something with a guarantee. Anytime you're going to get a guarantee, the guarantee is going to come with enormous fees. So you're going to go from something very low cost to maybe triple in price and that ultimately is going to be the, the driver of of your failing in retirement is these ridiculous fees uh, that you're going to be paying when hopefully you weren't paying them before. So the, the the answer to the investment riddle is always the same no matter what the market's doing. And if your advisor changes your strategy based on what the market is doing, meaning different, totally different products, you need to get a new advisor. Your advisor is a doofus and is out for themselves. All right, if you want to be part of the show, have a question, comment, uh, whatever, call us, 877-670-7117 or go to our website, financialfocusradio.com and send us an email. When we come back, we're gonna talk about retirement income and market volatility and how you deal with retirement income and market volatility, so stick around.
0: Get your free one-hour retirement review
4: The Memorial Day sales event is on now at Kendall Toyota Bend. We have new Toyotas showing up all the time. And with a great selection of certified pre-owned Toyotas, get a Memorial Day deal today on that Toyota you've been thinking about. Shop our selection of certified pre-owned Toyotas and get the peace of mind of a 7-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty. Backed by Toyota. You can also get financing as low as 2.99% for up to 60 months. If it's an electric vehicle you're thinking about, deliveries are scheduled to start soon on the all-new Toyota BZ4X. Get to Kendall Toyota and get yours reserved today. Don't wait. In-stock inventory goes fast. Save big with a Memorial Day sales event on now at Kendall Toyota of Bend. Stop by or get started at kendalltoyotaofbend.com. Kendall, let's start something great.
1: APR available with limited terms to maturity and unapproved credit through participating dealers in Toyota Financial Services for only very well-qualified credit
0: customers. See your participating dealer for details. Offer valid 53 5 3 2022 Save like never before on home security safes and more. It's the Memorial Day sale now through June 1st at Coastal. Coastal Farm and
4: Ranch, we're just what the country
0: needs. If you own firearms, ammunition, or need a place to store important documents and valuables, a solid home security safe is a smart and responsible investment. Coastal has what you need on sale during the Coastal Memorial Day sale. It includes savings throughout the store. Like all Dickies pants or buy two, get one free of equal or lesser value. Save $100 on the Daniel Boone Choice Wi-Fi Green Mountain Pellet Grill. Plus save 25% off all hydro flats. Shop in-store or online at CoastalCountry.com with in-store or curbside pickups or have everything shipped to your home. It's the Coastal Memorial Day Sale now through June 1st.
4: Coastal Farm and Ranch, we're just what the country needs.
0: Serving Central Oregon from Highway 97 in Redmond.
2: There are so many words to describe Panera's new Chef's Chicken Sandwiches. The chicken, juicy, succulent, seared. The brioche roll, buttery and toasty.
3: The Parmesan crisps, crunchy, tangy. The secret aioli,
2: creamy and rich. All those words, but when you have a bite, you might just be left speechless. Panera's new chef's chicken sandwiches. Enjoy $1 delivery fee when you order on our app. Restrictions apply. For details, visit PaneraBread.com slash delivery info. Here's football star Tony Romo for Skechers Max Cushioning footwear. You know when you go to your kids game and you have to sit on those uncomfortable, super hard bleachers? That's how I feel now when I wear
3: regular shoes. Why? Because once I started wearing Skechers Max Cushioning, I've been spoiled with how amazing extra cushioning feels. Skechers maxed out the cushioning with a thick comfy slice of super light Ultra Go cushioning for soft, pillowy feel with every step.
2: See all the fashionable styles of Max Cushioning at a Skechers store, Skechers.com or wherever stylish footwear is sold.
0: You are listening to Financial Focus Radio Show, where you get straightforward financial advice every week from the partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Remember, you can always listen to past shows by going to financialfocusradio.com
1: or download our
0: smartphone app
1: today. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. If you would like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a short-ish uh, five or six-minute video uh, in the middle and end of every month. We're going to do one next week. Uh, and so if you want to get added to that list, we'll send it to you via email. Go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. And just say, add me to your e-newsletter list, and that's the only thing that we will send you. And I guess... According to some, you can see why I have a face for radio and Josh has a face for TV. (laughs) I think that was your mother that said that, maybe. Yeah. she wasn't Colleen.
2: I don't think she listens to the show
1: either. (laughs) Uh, This comes uh, from the Department of Labor. Also, inflation using the Consumer Price Index as a measurement. This is crazy. Uh, to to have lived through this. I mean, I guess I was alive. I was just very young in short pants. But in 1978, inflation was 9% year over year. In 1979, it was 13.5% year over year. In 1980, 12.5% and in 1981, 9%. So if you remember back, the last time we had a grown up at running the Federal Reserve, that's our central bank here in the United States, was a guy named Paul Volcker. He was 6'6 and smoked cigarettes and cigars While he was testifying in front of Congress, it was awesome to watch those videos. Uh, But he was the last grown-up we had running the Federal Reserve. And he said, you know what? We're just going to keep raising interest rates to deal with inflation. And I know it's going to put the U.S. economy into a recession, but I don't care. Because if inflation continues down this path, there's going to be – there was already real suffering. I mean, he he did put – Uh, The the United States into a recession in 1982, for some of you that remember, but he finally dealt with inflation. And then if you think about the combination of Paul Volcker, the chairman of the Federal Reserve and Ronald Reagan in the early uh, 80s, it set the stage for the greatest bull market in this country's history. Uh, And so, you know, the reason I bring it up is it is recessions are important for a capitalistic society you know this cleansing that happens so that we can get rid of the junk and then move forward uh, you know in a stronger position. i don't think
2: that that's a point that a lot of people out there understand and it's certainly not evident when i engage in client meetings and talk about you know it's this weird dynamic where you're rooting for a cleansing and you know it's painful and i hate like making less money of course but you know it's not a strong economic foundation when you're allocating capital to businesses that destroy it. And that's when growth is coming from that. That's not a sustainable dynamic and it's not something that any of us should want. And it doesn't make sense to lavish massive equity valuations on businesses that will never actually make money. And that's, you know, that's what needs to in essentially be eradicated for us to move forward. And, I
1: don't think they understand it because generally, and this is going to sound really bougie and jerky, but they just don't understand economics and they don't understand the economics of businesses. And, you know, like, like you said, your generation, you have friends that in their whole professional career, they've never worked for a business that's been positive cash flow, And they've accumulated
2: significant assets while doing it. And just based on equity grants. And that's crazy. But, you know, the best example that I think that people out there can usually understand is, you know, a lot of people have taken Ubers and, uh, you know, that that transaction that you make, you know, part of that was subsidized by the capital markets. That's the reason it was so cheap, is because that company raised obscene amounts of cash in equity markets and- Those rides that they're giving you are
1: not economically
2: feasible. No, they're not, they have to raise the price for them to ultimately make money and they have to raise the price back to about what you paid before when then the platform didn't exist.
1: When you took a cab.
2: Yeah, but the point being is like, you're taking the ride and the capital markets, Mm -hmm. i.e. retail
1: investors, are paying for a little piece of your ride and that's why it's so cheap. But ultimately, that's not a sustainable business model for a company or an economy, uh, and so that's why we need a recession to cleanse that. Because that eighty-two recession uh, was really painful, but it set the United States on a sta- on a platform to then have real positive growth. And and, and, and it's like that and whole idea economy.
2: of like taking your medicine and delayed gratification playing out in stock markets. Right no, no.
1: Now. It's so think about Americans. They go to their doctor, and the doctor says you need to eat right. And exercise and they say well can you just give me a pill and that's the world we live <laughs> no, in. no I want one <laughs> no I you but we both eat right in an exercise well so. the latter but yeah <laughs> okay uh, let's talk about for all of you that are taking income and you're retired uh, this volatility is probably scaring you and we we want to remind you and, and emphasize that when we talk to our clients uh, your retirement income and how much you get should never be based on the market. Like the idea that you are dependent on the market and your portfolio structure and your financial plan is dependent on the market uh, means you're set up to fail. You're setting yourself up to fail. And so um, let's talk about the idea and, and Josh can describe how we Uh, build our portfolios for our client base, especially for those of them that are retired such that they're never in a position to be selling assets when they're down 20, 25, 30%, like we've seen recently or in the financial crisis, we're always in a position uh, to have our clients' portfolios to be sustainable. And so Josh, why don't you explain uh, how we go about doing that and and that we never make it that our clients are dependent on positive equity returns out into the future forever
2: Well for us, you know, there's it's called the bucket strategy different uh, Different parts of our industry have called it different names over time but the idea is basically looking at your actual distribution rate as a starting point and so You know, fundamentally, everything in your portfolio should do either one of two things. It either enhances return or reduces risk. When rates are zero, a risk reducer has essentially no upside for you. And of course, you know, a lot of. People uh, were asking us during t- 2020, latter half of 2020 and 2021, why do I own this position over here? It never goes up. <laughs> and that position that never went up is now proving its worth in 2022, because that's actually what we're selling to generate the income that clients need to maintain their standard of living, despite whatever goes on in the rest of the capital market. So, so that
1: th- the other two thirds of their portfolio, which is invested in risk assets, we can allow that that market cycle to play out, meaning we're selling the bonds. We have years worth of their income in these high grade bonds, um, you know, US treasuries. Uh, We have years worth of these people's distributions in these things so that the stock market can have its sell off, have its bear market, and then uh, the part their portfolio can then recover, so that yeah, maybe five years from now, uh, we're selling stocks again like we were in, in 2020 and 2021 to generate their income. And
2: importantly, like that side of the portfolio that's re- the so-called return enhancers they're reinvesting dividends every quarter, you know, the last paid in end of March, and here a month forward, we're gonna get another iteration of dividends, but that over time is gonna significantly juice the return coming from that side of the portfolio, specifically those dividends and then equity reinvestments that were made, you know, during these quarters where stocks are down 20, 25%, that's gonna provide some real juice going forward. And in fact, when you look at stock market returns
1: over a prolonged period of time, uh, 60% of them come from reinvestments. So if your advisor or your portfolio is set up and it's very dependent on stock returns all the time being positive, or most of the time being positive, your they're doing you a huge disservice. I mean, your we always tell our clients, uh, you know, your portfolio and what your portfolio looks like should be dependent on your circumstances and not the market. And so many of you that's not true of. So remember, your portfolio and higher portfolios invested should always depend on your life circumstances, not the stock market. And a lot of you have that backwards and, and it sets you up to fail. All right, if you'd like to take us up on a free retirement review and have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get it scheduled. That number is 800-743-0988 or go to our website, our get and Send us an email. Thoughts.
0: Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market trends. You can always watch past videos on northwestquadrantwealth.com.